Hello students, my name is uh, Marcus McMurray. Um, currently work for uh, Toyota Motor Manufacturing of Kentucky. Um, I do human resources there and basically I just help um, people from the different departments with uh, you know whatever they need or questions that they have. Um, today I'm going to be reading a book called Tsunami uh, and the author's name is Kamiko Kajikiwa um, and the book is illustrated by Ed Young. Um, give you a shot of what that looks like there um, and as you all follow along a lot of the uh, photos and um, visuals in the book are very very uh, unique um, it has a lot of uh, Japanese culture to it um, so hopefully when you guys are at home um, you can follow along with it as I read through the book um, there's a lot of words in here I think from uh, Japanese as well um, so we will get started. Long ago in Japan, there was a wise old rice farmer who lived near the sea. The people in the village called him Oji-san, which means grandfather. Even though Oji-san was the wealthiest person in the village, he lived a very simple life. His thatched cottage stood high on a mountain overlooking the village and the sea. People often climbed the long zigzag road up the mountain to ask Oji-san's advice. One autumn day, Oji-san's family prepared to walk down to the village to celebrate the rice harvest. To their surprise, Oji-san did not want to go. Something does not feel right, Oji-san wiped the sweat from his brow. So he and his grandson, Tada, stayed home. Oji-san and Tada stood on the balcony to watch the celebration below. Nobori banners and strings of paper lanterns decorated the houses. At the temple court, men and women in village costumes danced their thanks for the many golden rice fields waiting for harvest. Oji-san felt a rumbling underneath his feet. An earthquake is coming, he said. And presently, an earthquake came, a long, slow, spongy motion. The house rocked gently several times. Then all was still. This shock was not strong enough to frighten anyone. The people kept celebrating. But Oji-san, who had felt hundreds of earthquakes in his time, thought this shock was strange. Oji-san turned his keen old eyes anxiously toward the sea. It had darkened suddenly. It was moving against the wind. The sea was running away from the land. The beach grew before Oji-san's eyes. He had never seen anything like this but he remembered what his grandfather had told him when he was a child. Oji-san shivered. Tsunami, the monster wave, he whispered. But none of the villagers realized the danger that they were in. Oji-san watched as the whole village ran to the beach and even beyond the beach to watch the sea. Oji-san knew he must get the villagers out of danger. Tada. Hurry, he said. Light me a torch. Tada lit a Tematsu torch at once. 
Ojiki-san raced with it through the fields, setting fire to his golden rice. The sun-dried stalks caught like tinder and burst into enormous orange flames. Massive clouds of black smoke whirled into the sky. Tada, terrified, ran after his grandfather, crying, Why, Oji-san? Why? But Oji-san had no time to answer. 400 people were in terrible danger. He rushed to finish burning his fields. Tada stared at the blazing rice and burst into tears. Oji-san's wealth was gone. Now all he could do is hope and wait. He looked back out at the sea. The sun was going down. And still the sea was running away from the land. Hurry! Flee! Oji-san screamed to the villagers. But no one was close enough to hear him. A priest saw the burning fields and boomed the temple bell. Con! 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 Oji-san watched the villagers hurry up from the beach like a swarm of ants to help put out the horrible fire. A group of young men and women arrived first, beating the fire with their mats. But Oji-san held out his arms. No, let it burn. We need all the people here, he commanded. There is a great danger. More young villagers arrived, followed by older adults, mothers with babies on their backs, children, and finally elders. All the people gazed sadly at the flaming rice fields and the still face on of their Ojihisan, and the sun went down. I am afraid of Ojihisan, Tada sobbed. I saw him set fire to the rice on purpose. Tada tells the truth. I set fire to the rice, Ojihisan said. Are all of the villagers here, he asked. The people looked in wonder at one another. All here, a woman cried. But we cannot understand. Why did you do this, Ojihisan? Suddenly, a thunderous boom shook the mountain. Then the sky roared. Kita, Ojihisan shouted, pointing towards the sea. You can see some of these drawings, photos here of what that looked like. Through the twilight, a dark shadow grew larger and larger, racing towards the coast. The long darkness was the returning sea, as high as a cliff and as wide as the sky, heading for the village with lightning speed. Tsunami, shrieked the people. The monster rave struck with a jolt mightier than any thunder. The mountain shuddered. A storm of spray shot up the mountainside like a dark cloud. Terrified, people ran farther up the mountain. When they looked down, they saw the angry white sea swallowing up the village. Then the sea drew back, tearing out the land as it went. Twice, thrice, four times, the sea devoured the village. Finally, the sea returned to its ancient bed, still raging after a typhoon. For a long while, no one could speak. All stared in shock at the destruction below. There were no more houses. There were no more rice fields. 
No more temple. The village had disappeared. At long last, the sea calmed. Tada ran to Ojihisan and hugged him. That was why Ojihisan set the fire to the rice, he thought. Hey there, Ojihisan was now as poor as the poorest. His wealth was gone, but he had saved 400 lives. The whole village bowed before Ojihisan and thanked him. Ojihisan smiled. My house remains, he said, and there is room for many. Then he led the way to his house. The people never forgot their debt to Ojihisan. When better times came, they built a temple to honor him. On its front, they inscribed Ojihisan's name in gold. 100 years and more have passed, but Ojihisan's temple still stands. And the villagers still give thanks to the good farmer who burned his rice fields to save the people. And that is the end of our book, Tsunami. Again, the author of that is Kamiko Kajikiwa. Um, and hopefully you guys uh, were able to follow along and uh, read through the good book with me. Thank you.